0: Hey guys, I'm Sasha,
1: and I'm Joe, we're your hosts, and you're listening to the unveiling her podcast, join in on the conversations of two best friends, where we cultivate a safe space for women as we have honest, open and transparent conversations.
0: Tune in every Monday as we get real about faith, culture, relationships, yes, the wins and the fails, as well as the daily struggles we go through as women.
1: Through these conversations, we hope that you are encouraged to pursue Christ as He continues to unveil you into who He has called you to be. Hey, unveiling her fam, welcome, welcome back. This is your girl Joe. Hey, guys, welcome back. This is
0: your girl Sasha, and. Yes, we're so excited you guys decided to join
1: us for another episode. Yay, it has been a minute, y'all. We've been slacking. We apologize. I know y'all been waiting on us to post another episode, and we took like a little short two-week break. But we are back, and we are super excited to be back recording again. Yes,
0: we did take a little hiatus there, but it was much needed. Plus, it was the holidays. Okay, so we can, can we talk about what we did over the thanksgiving break um
1: and yeah how did you spend your, your break joe yeah happy late thanksgiving to everyone um i spent my whole week off just like kind of resting like getting my nails done hair done um did a little shopping spend time with loved ones uh, oh i got to see you yay <laughs> you're not excited <laughs> we finally got to see each other for like 10 years Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I did. So I enjoyed it. Good,
0: good. Yes. Um, so Thanksgiving break, I did come back to the Triple D. I was there for a little bit and it was good. It was a good time. Um, I didn't have a week break as you might have had. So mm-hmm. must have been nice, but it was still good to just kind of like see family, eat really good food yes. and then kind of like, OK, now let's get back to the end of the semester. So,
1: yeah, it was good. Yes. I'm sorry. I know. I just have to say this, but to me, like, you know how Thanksgiving, like the food, it would like last like weeks and weeks. Now I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. Like we don't have leftovers like we used to. Mm-hmm. Y'all? Well, we had leftovers, but my cousin came in and he, just, <laughs>
0: he took everything. I came downstairs. I was like, where is all the food? And <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you gotta be, I was like, oh yeah, I gotta be quicker than that because yeah. clearly <laughs> If you're still eating Thanksgiving food right now, you need to repent. No, I'm just kidding. Really? Uh, some, some people just cook a lot of food and like, I don't know, but it's December now. It's a new month. It's December. So we are super excited for all that God is going to do um, this month of December. So today um, we are just going to talk about something that I honestly don't even hear like people really talk about. Um, but it's something that, of course, the Bible tells us um, not to do. It is a sin and it's just a act of our flesh. Um, but we're going to talk about idolatry today and also just how desires of our heart sometimes can lead up into idolatry if we're not careful on how we handle those desires. Yes. Um, yeah, you're right. I just thought I just thought about it
0: and I was like, I don't feel like I hear about this topic a lot either, but um yeah, it's so important because we all have desires, good yeah. and bad. And sadly, we know that okay, yeah, your bad desires which are led by your flesh, you know, we know how that can lead to a negative outcome. But what about when your good desires, the god-given desires even um cause you to cause you to start sinning or cause you to prioritize those desires over God? And that can happen to a lot of us. In fact, I feel like a lot of us do with that daily.
1: So yeah, we're going to be talking about that um, in this episode today. I like how you said there are good desires and bad desires because that's what I was thinking too. I was like, well, desires of our heart, like sometimes they're given by God. And then there are some desires that are from like selfish ambition and things that we want for ourselves. And I think that can lead to idolatry. But I think why some people are like, desires of our heart. Well, what is a desire? Desire is a strong feeling of wanting something, right? And I just remember, like, if we can say an example, I had this strong desire for marriage, especially in college, maybe because in college, I felt like I was going to meet my husband, but I had this strong desire for marriage. And it was strong because, I mean, all around, like we were talking about it, I would talk about it with friends, we would talk about it in Bible study. But I feel like, okay, like since I haven't seen it yet, I was getting discouraged. And I remember my mentor at the time, Michelleon, who was a guest on our episode, I was like, man, there's just a strong desire for marriage in my heart. And I just want to pray it away. And because people were like, like, I would hear it all the time, like from even like Christian, like women who were like on these platforms, like, oh, don't make marriage an idol. So I was telling her, I was like, well, I'm going to pray this desire away. And she told me, don't pray that desire away god gave you that desire for a reason and she said um yeah like so it's it's not idolatry if you just want something that god has placed in your heart so i think that we have to be aware and discern okay what is a god-given desire and what is just a desire that maybe i want out of selfish motives does that make sense yeah mhm that's good
0: that's good but um I don't know if I a hundred percent agree with you on that one. Okay. Uh, let's talk about it. Yeah, but let's talk about it. It's okay. Let's have the oh, conversation., do <laughs> you yeah. um, first of all, I can um uh, identify with you. I feel like for a lot of us, right? I for a lot of us who do desire marriage, I think that sometimes we can prioritize marriage, and the desire can be so great. It can be so strong. But I actually think that you can idolize God-given desires. Um, or even promises. And this is why I think this is because I started to think about what really is idolatry. Um, And idolatry is the worship of someone or something other than God, as though it were God. And I do feel like, you know, especially in my current season, I think this is something that God has really dealt with me and has really shown me is that sometimes your desire can be so great, even though this is a good desire that you begin to prioritize it over God. Um, And it's something that you don't, you might not be doing it intentionally. You might not be aware of it, but you know, I feel like when it comes to marriage, it was really something that I was placing above God. Like, okay, yes, I know he gave me this desire, but it was becoming so strong and great in my life that I was prioritizing it. I was prior, I was thinking about it more. I was meditating about it more. um, And really I was putting it above God. And so that's why I feel like God given desires, bad desires, also, also, we know they can all lead to the road of idolatry. So,
1: yeah. Mm, that's good. So, um, now that you said that, I thought too, like, okay, yes. When we have an extreme, because I looked at Google too, like the definition of idolatry is like you have this extreme admiration, love or reverence for something or someone. And then there's another definition, of course, when um, like even like the Israelites and, you know, people in the Bible when they were worshiping the actual idol, like the the figure. But then the one we're talking about specifically today is like having that extreme desire for someone and I think that word extreme and like you said strong feeling of it is what makes it become an idol sometimes but can you talk about like what does that look like putting something before God because I when I think about it like in college and stuff too maybe I did I think I did at one point was like okay like yes this is all we talk about this is all I pray about like this is all I think about like so yes it is so easy for something or someone honestly too, to become an an idol but like what does that specifically look like I'm putting this before God is Mm -hmm. it just like I just think about them more than God or or even like oh God I want this more than the season I'm in like Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah, I think to me like I see it as for one I see it as a form of worship in a way because whatever you meditate on during your day the most that's really what you worship Mm -hmm. um but also just what do you give your time what do you give most of your time to So if, and it's not even just about, okay, how much of my thoughts are consumed with this one thing, but you know, am I going out of my way? Like maybe you do desire marriage, right? And instead of you spending time with God, you're giving your time to like going out on dates or, you know, being on dating apps or talking to multiple people. And obviously, like, like I said, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but like when that now becomes a consumption of your time and you're no longer spending time with God, you're no longer reading your word, you're no longer... Um, really spending t- or prioritizing time with God because you are now shifting your focus to this other thing. I think that is a way of placing something or you're showing that this is what I prioritize more. this is more what this is what I value more, um, because you're giving more of your time to that thing. Um yeah, I think that's I think that's one of it. I have something else in mind, but I can't think of what I wanted to say, but I think like where does most of your time go to? I think that's that can show you like. Mm-hmm. We really prioritize you know
1: so in that sense it could I mean we can like our jobs can be an idol like
0: oh absolutely, like, prior, absolutely.
1: Like, certain relationships or money of course like even the bible talks about you can't serve two masters you can't love God and money and sometimes people are so caught up on let me get money let me get money that they they are serving that and they're putting that before God you know mm-hmm. um I I really think honestly like like having, like idolatry is really something that's so easy to do, but you get so blinded that you don't realize that you're doing it. If that makes sense. Yes. You know, like it's so, it's like, because there's so much stuff around us and so many, like we said, we have these desires sometimes in our hearts, but even the Bible talks about our hearts are like, what does it say? Like our hearts are.
0: That's really wicked. Deceiving yeah. Wicked. Like, yeah.
1: So it's like sometimes even our hearts deceive us. Like, yes. oh, this is something good that I'm doing, but really if we're not careful, the things that we're wanting in our hearts can become idols. And we just, sometimes we, we are not even aware, but yes. if we can just think about the scripture, like I looked at different scriptures on um, the talk about idolatry and Paul talked about it in Corinthians, first Corinthians 10, um, he was telling those people like, um, like no temptation has overtaken you and like God is faithful. And then he goes in verse 14 and says, therefore my dear friends, flee from idolatry, And then of course, in um, Galatians chapter five, um, this is like the popular one, not popular, but like, this is a common scripture when it talks about all the different types of um, fleshly, you know, like actions. And then it talks about life in the spirit. And so it's um, Galatians five, starting at Verse 19, it says, The acts of the flesh are obvious sexual morality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. And then it then talks about how um, anyone who does that does not inherit the kingdom of God. And then it says in verse 22, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control um and I just thought about with idolatry like it's really like greed like to me it's kind of like if you're like greed like wanting something so bad then that's when I feel like that's when that that's like the that's when I do like the, I don't wanna, I don't know how to explain it like thinking of like a flower like the root you know like you're wanting something so bad the root is like greed and then I don't know how to explain it
0: mm-hmm. yeah but, no I- Yeah, I'm, I totally agree. I feel like I want to even circle back to something that you said, you said, we just talked about, like, if you're not careful, anything can really be an idol. That's the thing that people don't get, like, anything can be an idol. And I think that's what I was just trying to, like, focus on, like, even a good thing, a God given thing can become an idol, your children can become an idol. We know that children come from God, they're gifts from God, but yet, you can make you can idolize your children, you can make an idol out of your kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love that we're talking about idolatry and we're really breaking it down in this way, because I think that some people, when they think idolatry, you think that, oh, bowing down to like a statue or, you know, bowing down to a man-made item or whatever. Um, And sometimes we can associate other religions with Mm -hmm. idolatry, like, oh, I know, like you know, this religion, I see that they bow down to this, this type of statue. But actually, no, idolatry is whatever you place at the throne of your heart. Mm -hmm. So anything can become an idol. And that's why we really have to be careful. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, from the heart, sadly, like good things can flow, but also these bad things can flow Mm -hmm. as well. And if you're not careful, you, you know, you will begin to replace God with these things. Um, And even going back to the question that you asked me last time, like, how do we know we're prioritizing something over God? Like, Another thing you can ask yourself is, do you desire this more than God? So if God were to say, you know what, Sasha, I'm going to take this thing from you. I'm going to remove this thing from you. What would your response be? Because I was thinking about it the other day and, you know, I was just being honest with myself, like, yeah, marriage is something that God has really had to work on me. Like, because, you know, I was prioritizing it. It was becoming like an idol. Right. And I had to sit down. and I was like, what if God doesn't give me marriage? Like, you know what would I do? What would I be? And that right there, the way I responded to it showed me like, wow, okay, no, this is starting to become an issue. And I really need to surrender and release this back to God. Because even though I believe it's a desire he's given me, and I believe that in his own perfect timing, he will allow it to come to pass. I could see that in this season, how much I was replacing it with, you know, replacing the desire, the promise of it with, with just God, you know? Um, and then it made me think of this scripture in Matthew 6, 21. And it says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of shows you like whatever you treasure, whatever um, whatever you treasure, whatever you prioritize, that's where your heart really is. And so it can just be so easy to, to
1: idolize things, you know? I remember, and uh there's this relationship that I now see that I really did um analyze like I was like I don't know what my life would be without this person Mm -hmm. and um I just remember at one point it was like like you were saying like how would I be if God did not give me this person and I really was like do you know like I don't I didn't think I would be able to to do it without without them and now I realize like God was trying to protect me a long time ago from even like heartbreak because of just kind of like the things that he was making me aware of like okay this is becoming like you said like this is becoming an idol but instead of me like okay let me stop I was still desiring that person like it was like an extreme desire like you couldn't tell me there was anybody in the world that wasn't as cute as this person you know so it's like like you said it's so easy like it's not just and a man-made figure it's like literally even somebody who was a believer we can literally make that person an idol in our life if we're not careful i remember in college too a friend at this time she was like she was dating this guy and she was saying that one time um she was in prayer and god showed her image of you know how like god is on the throne right mm-hmm. so god showed her that the image of her boyfriend was on the throne and he was revealing to her that she was making him an idol. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes us as women, it's not even the person, it's just the idea of being in a relationship or being married that makes us become like, make us have that person as an idol, you know what I mean? Um, So uh, I just, I don't know. I think our prayer should be like, God, like if there's anything on the throne of my heart, remove it and take yeah. your rightful place back into my heart. Yeah. And that's, that's a prayer that I want to continue to pray daily because like we've been saying, like, it's so easy to put things before God. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't be spending time with God and I don't, I like get ready for my job first or, you know, put all this other tasks and responsibilities that we have because we're all busy, but like those things, if, if we do that every single day, where does God have room, you know? Yeah. So each day our prayer should be god like take your rightful place back into the throne of my heart
0: yeah that's good see and i love that you said daily because yes this is a daily thing um and it's so true like there's so many different things that we give our time to i was gonna think about social media okay let's talk about it Listen,
1: that's one thing i didn't
0: even think about yet let's talk about it that can be an idol you know, people don't think about it in that way. We just think, okay, yeah, like I'm spending more time on here. No, but it's because it's an idol. You prioritize that more than you prioritize your time with God. Listen, some people prioritize that more than like them taking care of their kids, them, you know, doing other things. things. Yeah. Yeah, Like, but it can, yes. So it really is a daily thing. And yeah, the, your prayer is right. So when we, I think, you know, so how can one, you know, try to overcome this? How can one really deal with this? I think it's just like what you said. First of all, praying for an awareness and praying for that revelation for the Holy Spirit to begin to reveal to you things that you have be you've be, you've been idolizing or reveal to you what really sits at the throne of your heart. Um, and then just to pray about it, like Lord, like I surrender this and mm-hmm. I give you this. And Lord, I pray that and I replace you back because I put you back at your rightful standing because you belong at the throne of my heart, not the idea of marriage or the idea of children or the idea or of a job, a career. Sometimes it's a career. Sometimes it's for some of y'all, it's a, it's a celebrity. Okay, let's just be real. So I think that's it's not for us to pray away these God given desires because you know He's the one that has given them to us, but for us to steward them well, steward the desires well, one, but also um, just kind of make sure we're not you know, we're being careful to not, um, prioritize them or not think about them more than we think about God, right. Or more than we spend time with God. Um, someone else in the Bible that I keep thinking about is I think about Abraham and how, you know, we know, all know about the promised son that God promised him. It takes years. And finally he gets, he gets the answered prayer, right? He gets Isaac. And a couple years later, we see how God asked him to surrender his son and I thought about that story because I was like I was just like if this would have been me if I would have been Abraham would I really have been able to be obedient and surrender my son and like and surrender as in like I don't know if you if you haven't watched not watched, but if you haven't read the story you should it's um in Genesis Genesis 22 197
1: <laughs> yes, 22 yeah but it's good
0: because it kind of just shows you like how this man like for you to be able to be obedient to God like God is asking you to surrender your son and I mean surrender as in he was asking him to like kill him you know yeah. um for you to be able to do that with the faith that Abraham had and actually carry through with that it's to show that he didn't idolize his son Even though it was a promise, even though it was something that he waited long for, he desired greatly. The Bible talks about how, you know, great this was a desire for him and his wife. Right. But for him to be able to still sacrifice that and give it up for God. Right. That just shows you that he didn't idolize his son. Um, And it speaks volumes because I always think back to that story. And I think that, okay, with the desires of my heart, if God were to tell me to give it up today, what would my response really be? You know, that's so good. Like a lot of us would be like, but why? Or I'm going to be like, no, (laughs) surely Uh God could not have been asking me to do something like that. You gave this to me. Why would you ask
1: me to give it up? You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I listen when let's just rewind to when you talked about social media, because I got immediately convicted. Because literally, I was like, I'm not going to be on social media. Like, I literally took like almost a one week break. And then next thing, year, we on.
0: both said that when we, when, on our Thanksgiving break, when we saw
1: each other, we were like, I'm going on a social media. And I actually oh. did. I oh. literally got off that following week. And I was spending time with God. Listen, when Friday came, I got back on. And I didn't even spend time with God as much. And so I'm like, literally, wow, like social media is, if we're not careful, it can really be just such a big distraction. Action. and yes this is something that can be an idol but I love how you brought the story of Abraham and like you said like he received a word from God like he knew God he heard God clearly about this promise and then God says you know like give it back and then that just shows you your heart like too like sometimes when the Lord touches your heart it makes you aware like am I really ready to let go of this thing or am I putting this before God's will and plan for my life so um, I love that you brought that story up. Um, We've been talking about the good desires. Like, like you said, like children can be a good desire. Um, I mean, a job, you can like literally pray for a job or school like, or school. Yeah, yeah. You can pray for that. And then you end up not spending time with God as much as you put that job or school before God. Like mm-hmm. those are things that God answered, you know, relationships or whatever, but what, what about the bad desires? Like how does someone know a desire is bad? Like, what are bad desires that maybe we that are idols?
0: Yeah. What um, yeah. Honestly, the bad desires we we can you can know clearly what those are <laughs> if you To be aware if you read your Bible, because you talked about the scripture, maybe you should say it again because um I think it was that was a really good scripture. But Mm -hmm. those are the desires of the flesh, you know. So when we talk about things we talked about jealousy, you know, in our last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a desire of the flesh, self-ambition, pride, Mm -hmm. um, a a spirit of hostility, anger, these are all desires of the flesh, right? Mm -hmm. Um, anything that's self-seeking that is that puts you at the center that, you know is that stems from pride right those are not desires that come from god but they're desires that you know are um that you that that your flesh has and if you're not careful if you don't rule over your flesh right that means you're not being led by the spirit and you will feel you will fulfill those desires of our flesh and we all have them christian or not christian we all have the the desires of our flesh they're things that i know for a fact that i desire that i know they don't come from God, right? Even when we talk about sexual um immorality, lustful desires, yeah. not sexual desires, because sexual desires, they do come from God, but the way we steward them, Brilliant. that's different, okay? Um, But lust, all of these things, like, these are desires of the flesh. So, yeah, the Bible is clear about what those desires are, and so I think the way to go about that is, for one, you need to, you need to have a clear distinction of the two. No confusion. Okay. Is this from God or is this not from God? Cause the Bible is clear about that. Um, and then you have to rule over it. You have to rule over your flesh. You have to have discipline because every day you're going to deal with those desires. That's just the truth of the matter.
1: Amen. Yeah. You're so right. But all of those bad desires are things of the flesh. So I think, um, like kind of how you're saying, like, how can someone get better? I think too, also just repentance. Like once the Holy spirit makes you aware of something, then that means that we need to repent, you know, if it's not of God. So, um, repentance, you know, asking the Lord to forgive me for putting anything, um, before him. And then, um, yeah, just like, like you said, stewarding it well, like what I mismanaged now managing it. Well, I heard, um, I think it was my my spiritual dad, but he was talking about emotional health. And when you're emotionally healthy, that means like you're aware of like yourself, you know, uh, the things you um it says the ability to be healthy in areas you don't think you control, like your thoughts, your feelings, and behavior. And he said when we're not emotionally healthy, then that lead the opposite of it it leads to idolatry. Mm. And it's so true like if the things that I can't control um if I'm not careful, like I can start putting those things uh, before God pretty much. And so um, it's important to just be healthy. Like we talk about like physical health and even sometimes mental health, but nobody really talks about being emotionally healthy and that's controlling Mm -hmm. how I feel, my thoughts, my behavior. So all of those things can really um really help us and also just leaning on God like God help me like yes I want marriage like I'm still not married like I I want marriage I want and I desire you know to have uh, be financially well I desire to have a great home and family and all that so Lord just help me to not put this above you and trust your will and your plan for my life yeah Yeah, that's good amen um
0: yeah repenting that's that's a really good one and yeah, just like you said, just running back to God with it. Like I said, especially when it when it comes to a God-given desire. Now, if it's, if it's one of those desires of the flesh that we've talked about, or, you know, you've read in God's word, those things you need to be rebuking and coming against, like you need to go to war, you know, about things like that. But, um, and praying it away, right? But when it comes to like God-given desires, don't pray them away. They're good, you know, they come from God. Just like you said, it's it's how we steward over them and making sure that, okay, even though this is a desire from God, even though this is a promise or a word that I've received from God about maybe he's giving you a really big vision uh, about your business or um, about your purpose. You know, sometimes we can place our purpose before God, too. Right. So just making sure that, okay, I'm not putting this above you and I'm not prioritizing it. And I'm not giving most of my time to it. I'm still giving my time to you. Um, and I'm still, you know, ensuring that you remain at the throne of my heart. So.
1: Amen. Yeah, this was this was very enlightening. And I really hope that whoever is listening doesn't feel like condemned, but they feel convicted, you know, to do better. And like you said, like we've experienced it and we are still like checking our own lives and like, oh, shush, like, dang, I need to do better. I've been putting this before. Um, relationship with God and so, like we said before like our prayers are Lord if there is anything in my heart that is above you or is on the throne of my heart remove it and take your rightful place um, back into my life so um thank you yeah, amen. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. Um, so thank you all so much for tuning in to the Unveiling Her podcast. Listen, shout out to y'all. We got the little Spotify little notification thing about I guess the end of the year and just seeing, oh yeah, like, how much growth and how much people are really like listening to us and receiving what we have to say. We just want to say thank you. Um, listen, we do not. Uh, what is it? We do not. Some about small beginnings. <laughs> Um, wait what we don't um the bible talks about oh that one verse um why well, can't I remember it's in my head um right. do not
0: despise the days
1: a there we go despise small beginning we don't despise the day a small beginning so thank you all so much for supporting us and we are just grateful and you are just expecting god to continue to use us in a great way so once again if you have not already follow us on instagram at at the Unveiling Her podcast. If you have any questions, DM us. You can email us if you have any prayer requests. Um, but until then, we will chat with you soon.